Are you drinking again? <laughs> Next time, I'm going to shoot you in the one that winking, not the one that stink. <laughs> Nigga, is that an icebox notebook <laughs> that you got over there? <laughs> nah, this well, this is a different by the success right here. Let me see. That says icebox. I, I ain't that blind. This is an icebox uh, notebook? Johnny wow. Dan gave it to me himself. Mm. That's how you live in, King? Hey, man. Million-dollar thoughts turn into million-dollar mindsets turn into million-dollar movements. <laughs> Shut your ass hey, up. Man. Hey, man. It's all in manifestation. Oh, snap. It's all in manifestation. We're going to make this shit manifest. You have, to, you have to ice out your thoughts real quick. I feel it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Ski. Um... Oh, I I just peeped the watch too. Oh, okay. I see. I see what kind of pod night is about to be. We're gonna when, take it you, back. When you pull in with that one, I see. We're gonna take it back to this. We're gonna we gonna. I don't know if you remember this, but this is this is coined. This phrase, this this little sentiment is coined by. I don't know his real name, but you know I would call him by his real name. But young Thugger Thugum himself, easy breezy, beautiful Jeffrey. Thugger girl, Jeffrey. What is his last name though? Jeffrey Thugger. <laughs> Jeffrey Thugger. <laughs> These words are brought to you directly through. Jeffrey Thugger, his mindset, but for today's purpose, my voice. We're going to start with, I broke up with my doubts. I got engaged with my faith. Cheated on my fears. And now I'm married to my dreams. Mm, he at the, the table every time, too. How like. about that? Yo, can I turn the Honeywell down a little bit? Yeah, you can. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, yeah, little yeah, yeah. I know I got this hoodie on. It's all good. Get right, get right. Yeah. Yeah, like, sir. All right, cool. That's how we're going to nah, nah, start shit off this week. With um, the words. Because I got a couple questions for you today. Um, It might be a different podcast than the last two. Oh, I'm with it. So go, Rapid fire. Go ahead. We gonna, um, You know what I'm saying? We're going to get it popping. We're going to get it popping. You tell me how you want to start. Rapid fire for the first question, and then we'll introduce it. First question. Off the rip. Off the rap. How bad would I whoop your ass in a one-on-one? -on -one? <laughs> How fucking bad? That's hilarious. Let um, me know. Honestly, I haven't seen you play in some years. I feel like you have lost a step, to be honest with you. Whoa. Um, Whoa there. I feel like it would be a tight game, but I feel like I can pull off the victory because I'm always confident. And I'm just always going to believe in myself, regardless of who I play. It can be you. It can be Michael Jordan. It can be who invented basketball. Belief will only get you so far. It's all about what you can prove. Hey. Mm. But, I mean, you asked me the question. I did. I definitely did. And that was your answer. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Do I think it'll come to fruition? Well, catch me on the court then. What's up? Hey. Uh, you always say that. That's that's one thing about it. It's nothing but switch up to kings. Now. Kings, kings always be like, all right, you know, nah. see me one-on-one, da-da-da. All right, bet. Like, the, let's, let's, go to the, let's, let's play right after this pod. The thing was, was timing. That's mm. all. It was just timing. Timing for a year? It was just timing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We 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 busy men. Timing. Listen, and I still want to see you in tennis, too. But right now, I want both. I want all the smoke in both. Okay. First, I'll whoop you in tennis because I know that's something that you don't not, not man know nothing about. Oh, you're crazy. And second, I'll whoop you on the court just because that's the rematch that I owe you. Okay. For whooping you the first time back way back in like 2012, 2013 type. I see what type of pot this is. I'm gonna yes, let you get your shit off, sir. You already know how the fuck we coming today. Okay. Was yeah. that was that the okay? All right. Yeah. Um. Anyways, UGA Bulldogs are still no, champions. No, 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 no. We're not this about is to start this is you know week two. Can we can we introduce of, uh, the pot? You about to introduce the pot? <laughs> we I'm about to. to I'm about to, get this off I'm about to introduce the champions, including myself first. I cannot though. You know what I'm saying, this, man. You didn't even ask me how the parade was. We like, was gonna get into it. That's nah, on the we, we get into That's it here. Here we are, but you gotta address can them. Can we? Can one. we address them first? Gotta, can we let them know what the fuck going hey, on? I'm about to let them know what's going on. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not about them. Yeah. About uh, not about them. About listen. Us. They gonna they gonna suffer through this. That's crazy. So, uh, of course, you know, I went to the parade this past weekend, Saturday. Yeah, I need some air horns. I need some gunshots. I need some some. Hoo, 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 hoo. I need. I, need I can't all. give you all that. <laughs> I can't give you all that. Now they go ahead and announce the headline. But uh, of course, you know this is week two as a champion. You know UGA, we partying like it's nineteen eighty out here. Okay, you know what 80, I'm saying. Eighty. Uh, definitely a celebratory event that I went to. Um, celebratory parade, I should say, obviously, mm -hmm. and um, it was a lot of fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed myself. It was a lot of moments. That was kind of like a once in a lifetime thing for me. Cause I've never experienced um, a parade uh, rooting for my favorite team, mm -hmm. so that was that was eye opening for me. So 
everybody was excited. You know, Dog Nation was happy, and it was it was great, man. Dog I, I, Nation. <laughs> I think that's the first time I heard you Dog say Nation. that. Dog Nation. That's the first time I heard you say that. This is me Dog on my ESPN Nation. like vibe right now. Like, my wave. Yeah. yeah. Dog you, Nation is definitely happy that we brought home a championship. What? Next year is gonna be greater. You know who you're reminding me of right now? What? Uncle Shay Shay. Shannon Sharp. No, he's actually an Alabama <laughs> fan, so I can't remind you of him. Nah, but you do just the way that just the way that you're talking right now. Skip. You, you came in here with the hat on. You came in here with the. Uh, I came here you know with the pod. Came yes, <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I see you though. But I didn't. I didn't get to see the dog walk though. I mean, it was an it was insane amount of people. Yeah, so I just went I straight went to the it. stadium. I had great seats, mm-hmm. and and yeah, it was cold as hell, but it was worth every single moment, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Hopefully. I'm I'm back here saying the same thing this time next year mm-hmm. because we have a very easy schedule. I would say next year, the only team we play is Oregon. Oregon is too small for us, but they always fast. They, they always, always fast, fast but they can't. They can't. They can't. They can't hang with us. Okay. They can't. You, right. um, you saying this now, and I'm I'm gonna make you stand on it when the season starts. I mean, it's the first game of the season, baby. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now, now, now we can introduce now this you correctly. Your, now you yeah, what is your, this? Your high horse. I, I, I have to address the allegation real quick. You know what I'm saying? And all the haters and naysayers out there. Okay. You know the Georgia Tech fans or the Florida fans. What you got to say to them? Because there's a couple of them listening. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just. <laughs> no, you know what I really dislike though? Like haters that are like, "Oh, y'all are never gonna win again," and da da da. Like, yeah. dang. Yeah. Like, fam, can we just enjoy let, and cherish this this championship that we won and like for the first time in the past forty years? Nah, you're definitely right. Dang, why you got all that hate in your heart? Just leave with some love a little bit. Nah, it's the beginning of twenty twenty two. You gotta start off right. They say y'all been losing, so y'all gotta stay losing. But um. I'm going to let that slide. I'm not going to even address that. (laughs) See, this is growth. I've been growing as a person. I'm not going to even address that. Ah, But but as y'all can see, man, if y'all watching the visuals, man, shout out to my boy Eric. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I got the hoodie on. I got the chain on. We here. We in this thing, man. Episode 133. 133 of them guys. Yes, sir. man. Peace and love. Salutations to the planet. It's Trey. And it's Scott checking bike in, man. Welcome back to another harmonious installment of the Bro Chillians podcast. Episode 133. 133 of them guys, man, with your oh so blessed black and highly favored. Of hosts. course, of course, we gotta shout out the first timers and the last timers and the in betweeners for coming bike, man, week after week, showing much love. However, y'all do it, whether it is liking, sharing, comment, subscribing, turning that post notification bell on because we are on everything. You might as well know when we post. You feel me? How's, how's your aura feeling, man? How's your energy? How's your mental? How's your heart? How's your life going right now? Um, it's always something new, right? It's always, you know what I'm saying, a new a new lesson, a new battle, a new test, whatever. Um, and actually, word to Mr. Hanky, word to, you know what I'm saying, my guy, uh, you had a gem today that I really, really appreciated, um, and it go like this. He said, you know what I'm saying, you will be tested, but it's okay to let the motherfuckers know that you studied. Mm. You feel me? It's always a test. It's always something around the corner. It's always a lesson that needs to be learned. It's always... You know what I'm saying some new form of hubris that God puts in front of you, but we we moving, we 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 take that in stride, um, we figure out how to handle, we figure out how to maneuver, and we keep it pushing. You feel me? How is your aura? How how are you, King? I'm great, man. Uh, a little tired. I ain't gonna lie. My day started around 6 a.m. this morning. Chaz had me had me near early in the gym, but that's all right, man. I, I like actually waking up early now and and getting off the day in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? That starts yeah. with a good workout eating breakfast and that that's just a great start to your day for sure um so yeah my day's been great man i had a little had a little beef with pandora today uh and i guess this is not really news because by pandora the time music or pandora P- pandora the store oh, oh bro oh yeah okay bro, tell let me, me tell you and so i guess like if my shorty hearing this now i mean you've already you got she listening you've already gotten your gift at this point so hugs it kisses all that mushy shit okay. whatever so I'm gonna text her. Tell her I ordered. I ordered the. I ordered the bracelet online or whatever, right? To pick up in store. Uh huh. So it says okay, you'll get a confirmation, and then I get another email. Yeah, it's gonna take at least six to eight hours. But I'm like, how six to eight hours? How? How? Like, what are we doing? I wouldn't have ordered online. I thought I was doing y'all a big up. I thought I was doing y'all a service of. I'm just gonna order online. So when I'm in there, I'm just in and out because I know people's. Energy and emotions are very uber sensitive in this time now, especially with having lines and mm-hmm. waits yeah. and all the egregious things that come with this pandemic, right? For sure. So 
I'm like, man, F it. I'm just going to go up there and see what they're talking about. Because ain't no way I'm waiting six to eight hours to get this. And Shorty's birthday is today. Mm-hmm. Or like today. today. Like when they're listening to the podcast. Today. today. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so I go up there. You know, they search for my last name. They was already looking at me funny because I came in, you know, as my typical self. Sweats, black man, hat on. They just look at me kind of funny anyway. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'm the only one in the store. And I'm like, all right, look, this is what I ordered online. Can I please get it? Because all you have to do is just slip it in the bag, put it in the box, and I'm out of here. Right, right, easy. And she's like, okay, let me search for your name. So she looks it up, and she's like, you know, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to wait until you get that email confirmation later on tonight, or it's going to be tomorrow. And I'm just like, bro, that is so, like. I paid for it. What happened to the customer <laughs> always being right? Which I don't believe in, but at, in this uh, moment. Here we this, go. This was me on my. You can't be one of those. What's a, what's a black Karen? A baron? <laughs> nah, we got, we got to come up with a better name. It got to be a, 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 I don't know. A tray. <laughs> Fuck it. I was in trade. I was in trade form. A tray. I don't like that because I'm a trade too. I don't like that. Whatever. We'll just go with trade for now. We're going we gonna to so say that. I was in my trade form. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'll just chill around by the mall for like the next hour to see if I'll get the confirmation. So I'm like, all right, 30, 40 minutes goes by. I'm like, all right, F it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit chat support. Like, this is where I took it. Hell. I was like, I need to report this. Like, oh this is not right. God. This is a sense of urgency, like, that I really need this bracelet for to make Shorty's birthday. Like, this is one of the gifts that I'm getting her. Yeah. But it's like, I, I need this. I now, need you're, this. you're a true king. For and sure. So, you know, I, I, I hit the, the, the chat, and it's this guy named Fred. Boy, I wanted to jump through the phone and hurt Fred. Fred and Trey going <laughs> at it. Why, Ayata? He was pissing me off, talking about uh, there's really nothing I can do to expedite the situation. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, you need to because if I would have <laughs> knew this, I would have not ordered online. I would just came in the store and bought it. And he's like, well, you you know, you can technically return it or just buy it and just return. I'm like, that's too much. You already charged my card. Y'all were quick. Y'all were very Facts. quick to take the money. Facts. But when it's time to return, oh, it's going to take three to five business days. Yeah. Like, nah, I need that money. <laughs> Be I quick need my it. money on time. <laughs> Be quick. Put it in my put it in my hand. <laughs> I need my shit back. Nah, I feel you, though. So I'm beefing with him back and forth, and he's like, you know, I'll escalate this case. And I'm like, man, Fred, you better hope I don't catch you. Now, hey, but on that, though, on that, why is it that it is, like, quicker for them to take the money than it is? Like, why is it three to five days to take the money out and three to five days to process that shit or to give it back? Keep the same energy. Exactly. Keep the same energy. That shit weird. I don't like that. I don't like that. They knew what they was doing. And Fred, no, that was not a threat. You just need, you know, you just need some some chat support straightening. (laughs) Oh, no. Best believe Fred tapped that motherfucking keyboard after he said that was like... He'll escalate the case. I don't want to hear from your tier two <laughs> advisor. I don't want to hear it at this point. That's going to tell you the same shit. Wasn't Fred the mannequin from uh, I Am Legend? Yes. <laughs> yes. Fred is a that's sneaky ass motherfucker, like too. Yeah, yeah that's Fred. Why I don't like Fred. We don't trust him. But trust it's him. whatever, man. Um, outside of that, man, I'm, I'm black, less highly favored per usual. I'm excellent. My family as well. I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and life is, it could be better. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely appreciate you know, waking up, being here with my my homie, so I can't complain too much. Ooh, so listen, I have a very great way to start this docket off too. Listen, What's good? listen, I'm back to me. Just know that we ma- we back in this motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's your girl's birthday. Being the true king that you are, you trying to have that expedited. You trying to get that gift on time. You trying to make sure that it go off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. So that baby girl can be happy. So that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can do what y'all need to do after the case. Do you think, do you believe that every woman has a price? And if so, can the 2021, can the 20th century male afford that? Can he cover that charge? Can he foot the bill? Mm. Mm. What what do you mean by price, though? I mean, be it C-notes, be it. Lo- a specific love language that might cost you. I mean, everything. Has everything. A, everything is gonna cost you something. But do they have a price? And if so, can you afford it? I think everything is negotiable. So everything, every anything can be done for the right price. It's 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 been tons of times I've heard like no, you know, or this girl's out of my league, or I don't, I don't, I'm kind of confused by the question, but I, but I get what you get. I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go deeper, but. I think everything can be afforded at the right price, man. You just got to negotiate. And for some people, like you're saying, like love language in specific. Um, so, like, let's say I don't I don't know the five love languages off the top of my head. Do you know them? 
I don't want to like acts of service, physical touch. So if, um, if if one of hers is acts of service, right? Like, you know, I can I can I can show. I guess I can show like ways that I do care and love that person, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Are these prices? Are these? Are these? Are these things that these women are asking for? Are they? What I mean when I ask it is is on a deeper level are these things that they're asking for affordable in a sense of are you willing to sacrifice something like that to be able to properly court and be with I feel like I feel like anybody should right like if you if you're willing to be with that person like you're gonna have to compromise to some extent you shouldn't have to compromise too too much Mm -hmm. but if it's uh within a reasonable I don't want to say range but if it's in a uh, a reasonable um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. I think it definitely can be done though. Reasonable increment, reasonable yeah, understanding, reasonable. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. Okay. Now I was just having this conversation and one of my friends was saying like the complete opposite. Like he feels like not the complete opposite, but there is a woman or a type of woman that is just a, just fuck it. We gonna vibe. And sure. it's not nothing yeah. that I need from you. Sure. Like in terms of taxing you, like I need, cause you know how a lot of women will, will, will and I'll say this being privy to Atlanta specifically, a lot of women will lead the conversation with, I need you to be able to pay for this, this, and this. That's a financial oh, see, see, tax. No, but see, with me, like, regardless of my situation now or any any other woman I've dealt with, like, I'm never, that yeah, doesn't, not you. you're not even talking to me. Not, not even you, having no. the same conversation. I'm saying in a, in a general aspect, like, in the city, when, when, when kings are outside, that's probably the most, the most repetitive thing that you'll hear led in a conversation. That's a tax, you know what I'm saying, that you may not be able to afford. Cause you're not financially stable yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess that tailors to who who that person is. Um, but for me, I'm not like necessarily talking to women that say, "Oh, I need you to pay for this, 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 and this." Like that's just not me. And granted, it's not. It's not. Let me say that again too. It's not all financial. Like it could be love languages. It could be whatever. But my overall question is because my the person that I was talking to was saying that there's a woman that's vice versa. There's a woman that just whatever. Don't they're not gonna ask you for anything. And there's a man that is. You know what I'm saying. But not still, I feel like I, I feel like it's still it's too preachy. Also, even if you're not talking about financial, if a shorty is saying or a guy is saying, "I need this, this, and this," like you're coming out the gate saying all this stuff, like, "Nah, let's get to know each other. Let's get to grow together, and then we can tackle on and have these these conversations and turn them to healthy conversations because they shouldn't they shouldn't have a negative connotation to it about, okay, you need me at this price. So you would rather let's get to know each other and then you tell me what you need. So we can figure out how we vibe rather than tell me what you need and I mean, then we figure out how we vibe. It's a it's a way of telling me what you need. You know, don't talk down to me. Like mm-hmm. we can, again, it's a conversation of what you need mm-hmm. on on a love language level, financial, whatever it is. It's a way to talk about that for sure. But at the same time, it's so you should be doing your diligence and figuring out that person also, because they can tell you, you know, their their love language is acts of service. But what if you know taking them out to dinner is not it's, it's not getting it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's that's not the right act of service that she wanted or he wanted? Yeah, no, nah, very true. Or, you know, I want I want to buy you this car. Like, okay, I'm not a materialistic person. So when I say acts of service, I meant that's doing, some shit you can't doing afford. X, Y, and Z. That's some shit you can't afford. If, 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 if your love language or you think your person's love language is you buying them a car and that's not it, then that tells you that that is a tax that you cannot afford from that woman. Yeah, I, th- I bring this up because Valentine's Day is rapidly approaching, and you know what I'm saying these these guys, these kings out here, they want to know how to move. I mean, it's definitely a cat and mouse game. You know what I'm saying? Like you will never fully 100 percent understand women as men. So very true. That's just an ongoing battle forever. So regardless if you can afford afford or not afford these women, um, it's it's, it's going to be the same kind of concept for pretty much any any endeavor that you get yourself into hmm. to some extent. Okay, okay. Hey, you heard it here first. There's always a learning curve, so definitely, you know what I'm saying, do your due diligence, man. Um, that was my, my relationship tidbit for this episode. I just wanted to ask you that question. I've been having it for a couple uh, couple days now, but how you want to go? Where you want to- I'm following you wanna... your lead. Hey, you, you segue king. I'm cooking? Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, all right, let me see. We can go here. Um, I'm going to take y'all a different route. I'm not going to be Trayvon. Um... Do you think superhero superhero movies have ruined cinema? No. I think more than anything superheroes have taken cinemas to new heights that we have made we have we might have never seen if we never had superhero movies. And 
when I say that, like, okay, you know, maybe back in the day, Blade. Blade was a cool movie. Not to shit on Blade. Was he know. a superhero? Yeah, right. Blade was a superhero. I don't, I don't. I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know either. But he was he was considered some kind of a uh, fictional character, right? That yeah. was based out of a comic. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah. or even you want to take the old Batman films, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way those were shot. Like, yes, people were running into the box office, but now CGI, acting, scripts, mm-hmm. um, the way films are shot. I don't know the correct terminology for that, but just everything in general, uh, I feel like makes it better nowadays. I don't know why. Mise-en-scene is the term that you're looking for. Okay. Yeah. It it, it it just makes it better. I feel like, I mean, Spider-Man broke every record that existed, if I'm not mistaken, Yeah. Uh, recently. Just so, about. And that movie was phenomenal. Take, take, just Put about. the CGI aside, put the actors aside. Like, just, mm-hmm. just the plot and the theme of the entire film made me watch it twice. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a Marvel head, but, you know, it's, it's some Marvel heads that go way harder than I do. It's Marvel heads that have the comics, that have every single comic, have all the T-shirts, yeah. go to literally every Literal single film. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, to answer your question, me personally, I think, um, if anything, it's, it's evolved uh, the movie world, the cinema world. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I definitely agree in the sense that it evo- evolved it just because I feel like in the earlier days of cinema, like from all the rules and regulations um, and on what you could and could not produce, <coughs> it's evolved the storytelling process. Like it's, it's incorporate, well, excuse me, I can't talk today, incorporated more of the imagination and not just because of Marvel films or not just because of animated movies like Disney mm-hmm. Plus and stuff like that. Um, I think how camera angles are created like on a new off a whim every day, how, you know what I'm saying, like specifically the lower third from, you know what I'm saying, a camera angle can be exploited and make a vertigo effect. They weren't doing that in the 80s. They weren't right. doing that in the 60s. Um, so it's evolved it in that way. I don't think it's it's made it better, um, but I think it's... I, I look at it as like I don't mean to cut you off, no, but ahead. it's it's kind of it's just another genre of cinema, just like how we have music mm-hmm. and you know, EDM you know came about, and then now this new age of hip hop. I don't know what, what to exactly call it. It's a form of hip hop, but I feel like it, it is branching its own um, umbrella. It's a form of culture, right? Yeah. So you so you have these different genres, just like you do in music, and you just have to enjoy it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can go from watching a Spider-Man or Superman movie and I can jump to a drama or I can jump to a, a comedy mm-hmm. or a thriller. Like it's, you know, I don't really have uh, a filter when it comes to watching movies. Like I like no, any no kind of movie. <clears throat> yeah, no. And I would just say, um, I'm saying finishing off that thought, I feel like it's evolved cinema in the aspect or in the perspective of like a job or it being your passion, like how you do it how you express it has it's evolved but mm-hmm. in a better way but it's evolved in a worse off way in my opinion um in the aspect of how information is delivered because you know they say they deliver truth and media like the government and people the higher ups gatekeepers whatever you want to call them they deliver the truth about what's going on in the world through movies a lot of times that's a validity to that and in um, very minute ways and very you know what i'm saying minuscule and in various different ways that won't make sense until, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you pull them all apart. But these that's movies one are of not ways. too far off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I feel like it's a bit of both. I want to say it was a movie about COVID before COVID. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I yeah. can't think of the name of it uh, right now off the top of my head, but pretty much it, it stemmed from... Honestly, there's a couple, though. Yeah. If you really it's, think it's, about it's it. Really, if you really want to break it down, yes. Bird Box, I feel like that counts. I, didn't, I haven't seen that. Watch it. Okay. There's a show called C on um, Apple Plus. Same shit. Um. Yeah. Like, there's multiple. Yeah. So it definitely has validity. And it. I think the movie that you're actually thinking about, it was an actual vaccine type shit. Like yeah. an actual like. And people were dying. Yeah. Like like one day it started off with you know two or three cases, then it jumped to fifty, mm-hmm. then five thousand, then it just you know went egregious from there, and people were dying, and people were literally fighting and killing to get this vaccine. Yeah. And I think the way they did it in this film, um, it was based around birthday. And it's okay. ironic because on the movie it did say my birthday, so I would have, <laughs> I would have been in line to get the vaccine in that film. Like if that was like a real 
uh, dystopia, okay. I guess. But I got you. Whatever. Yeah. That's that's my tidbit on that one, on that question. Um, but that was a dope-ass response, though. I like that. <clears throat> Me being a film buff and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. But let's kind of segue into, you, you kind of touched on, like, the culture aspect and the, and the hip-hop aspect of, uh, of media and, and film as we were answering that question. I have a specific question for you that is a complete 360. It's okay. music, though. And I want to get your opinion off the top of your head, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you seven people, right? So the question is, you can only listen to two artists in a 24-hour time span for a road trip. Only two artists. Two artists. I'm going to give you six to pick from. Okay. Oh, and that's what's in the icebox uh, notebook. Okay. Six to pick from. <laughs> and you can, you can sub one out because I know one of them you might sub out regardless. Okay. Um, Wayne, Drake, Future, Meek, Dirk, Kanye, and Lil Baby. That is... I know. Only two of them, 24 hours. But most of, of music. before I even answer, I just feel like most of those artists, they're just, it's not, all not, one to, genre. Just, not to just, uh, I mean. Except nah. for Drake, kind of, but it's all in one genre. Kanye. Okay, Kanye too. Sure. I was thinking more of like the extensive part of Kanye's, but yeah. You could say that. Do you want to sub anybody? I would sub everybody. Even Drake? Yeah. Why? I mean, again, nothing against you on a road any, trip with your shorty. Nothing against any of these gentlemen. Then I'm definitely not bumping any of them. <laughs> Drake wouldn't stay, maybe, though. Maybe, Drake maybe, wouldn't stay. maybe the exception to Lil Baby because she does like Lil Baby. Um, okay. But for me personally, if I'm if I'm the one that's driving, it's going to be my music playing. So I'm not playing any yeah. of those gentlemen that you just named. Give me six. Give give you a six that I will listen give to? Give me a six. That okay. you, no, that wasn't even the question. I'm sorry. Give me two that you would only you can only listen to two. For 24 hours. Mm. Road trip. So you can't escape I could do it. some hove. I could do some hove on a road trip. Okay. Uh, I'll take hove, of course. I figured um, you would sub baby out for hove. That's what I was thinking you would do, but I didn't think all six, but go ahead. And for the second, I would definitely go R&B. Maybe, maybe SZA. Mm. Maybe, hmm, maybe Snow. Maybe some new age R&B. You could listen I, Snow for 24 hours? Why not? Have you heard our voice? Come on now. Come on, Tangerine I, Dream. Bro, you deadass went off on me because I'm a Snowvenger. <laughs> I've never Don't went off with, on you because you're I a will pull. I will pull it. I will. What the fuck? Boy, hey, we were, we were at Mari. Shout out to Mari. Um, but I made a crazy comment that I'm not going to repeat. I'll pull the footage, but the answer was Snow. Okay. I, I think it, I think you're, you came I, I think you're getting Snow confused with Georgia. No, no, no. I'm not. But I promise I'm not. I'm never like... <laughs> I don't think I've never attacked you over over snow. I'm gonna but. when we get off the pod, I'm gonna tell you the question, and you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you was crazy for that." Okay. Um, but that's interesting though. I wouldn't have expected snow for 24 hours. Maybe and I'm just, just I'm just freestyling here. I, like I'm obviously substituting all of those people. Like I'm not. I got you. I'm not listening to them for 24 hours straight. Like that's I just, just said, listening to anything for 24 hours is a bit crazy. much. Yeah, yeah, driving crazy. Um, and honestly, I'm the, the, I'm the, the type on a road trip. Also, like I'm sleep. I'm I'm either asleep, but if if I'm driving, like yeah, I might listen to my fair share of music, but then I'm gonna switch it to the podcast realm also. Okay. So if I'm not listening to us, I might be listening to Meech. I might be listening to um, the JBP, my Librarium All. Um, see the thing is, okay. it's it's other podcasts, Wine and Weed. It's other podcasts I'm out there listening to because I like gotcha. conversation. I like hearing stories that I may not be privy to. I like mm-hmm. learning learning things. So that's perfect. Um, I've been, a, I've been, I'm a podcast head now in the car for the most part, except if I'm with somebody in the car. Okay, bet. So listen, we're going to take this time to segue. Okay. I'm hooping. I'm hooping Yeah, today, I mean, yeah. Man. Yeah, you are. I'm hooping. You might, you might beat me on that one-on-one. If you, if you, if you pot in like what? this. My next question, since we, since you, since you led into the podcast, I wanted to get into this because this was a crazy conversation that I had, um, on uh, Clubhouse earlier, actually. Uh, shout out to Chris Brevins. Shout out to Josh. Um, I'll put their uh, ads somewhere in here. Um, but the conversation was social audio etiquette. And I'll explain that. Mm-hmm. But it's basically how do you read the room? How do you talk in rooms like this on a podcast or on Clubhouse or other platforms like that? How do you speak the best and to, you know what I'm saying, deliver what you want to deliver, but in specific rooms where, you know, there are people who leave because you get long-winded. 
they get bored or leave because, you know what I'm saying, the person that they're intrigued about listening to isn't talking or, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case is. What are the best tips or tricks that you can give anybody that's trying to learn how to talk on social platforms? Uh, First, I would say definitely read your room. Um, Know the people, know your audience that's in the room. And so if you're talking about Clubhouse uh, specifically, the room is always diverse. You know, you're going to have a couple people that kind of align with whatever you're talking about. Then you're going to have some people that's just jumping in and out. Mm -hmm. So I would say be confident in what you're talking about for one. Okay. Know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, read the room. Like, don't, I feel like you shouldn't be making mockeries and disrespecting people and uh, just saying a bunch of nothing. You I know, everybody, you. everybody uh, wants to talk about podcasts nowadays and, and the shorties. They've been joking on the men lately mm-hmm. that, you know, men that have mics, you know, forget about them <laughs> <laughs> type shit. Thanks. Uh, but I don't, I don't want it to be that because that's not what podcasting is. I know a lot of these podcasts are doing a lot of clout chasey stuff nowadays or just saying anything so they can go viral. Mm-hmm. But it's bigger than just that. Like yeah. me and you, like we don't we don't have – sometimes we don't have a docket. Sometimes we're just freestyling off the dome. Whatever me and you want to talk about and we know our demographic, we know our audience, like we keep it – we keep it – It's not propaganda. It's yeah. not misinformation. It's not – bullshit it's not like making this an unsafe place right and you have to have credible sources so anytime we're saying an article or i I make sure to say you know per cnn business or per new york times or this is from los angeles time whatever it is like i make sure it's a valid source this has been confirmed or even if we're joking around here and there that's cool um and let me let me put this out there not to cut you off let me put this disclaimer out there we are not professionals yet you know what I'm saying? So there have been occasions where we might have forgotten. So don't hit our jacks too heavily. You feel me? Like we're not perfect. No, nah, fuck that. We're professionals. We've been in the podcast world for almost three years now. So I'm I'm confident to say that with my chest. Like, yeah, we're we're I'm not gonna say we're OGs in this, but we've def- definitely we been nice. doing this for a minute. We nice. Yeah. For sure. And we have a following. But I just know people people be in my in my jack, like, look, episode one thirty three, minute mark seventeen. And, and, it's, and that's the thing too, because out of 130 something episodes, you're definitely you've definitely said something incriminating about yourself at least one time. Oh, of uh, you definitely probably said something wrong, or you yes. know, just misspoke, yes. misspoke. So you, you're gonna make mistakes. Um, but the biggest thing is is building character from that, still remaining humble, and learn from those mistakes. Yeah, I think the biggest part is learn from them. I think if you continuously go on with that same like ignorance of you know what I'm saying? You thinking you're speaking facts, but you're not. You're not fact checking. You're not sourcing. You know what I'm saying? Continuing with that mindset is where is where you you know what I'm saying start to drive the the validity of the profession down, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying you start to drive the credibility of just men as a species down because it's I, women. I think another <laughs> thing also. I think another thing also that gets lost in translation. Opinions are not facts. So whatever opinions that we talk about on here or Granted, on Clubhouse, whatever it is, Say it again, that's, put them that's, in the back. that's their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And just because you see somebody's opinion or you hear it from a podcast or you see it on Twitter, don't just run with it and create your own narrative from it because it's just an opinion at the end of the day. Facts. People don't even fact check, fact check shit anymore. They just, oh, I've seen this on Twitter. It's law now. Oh, shit. Shay Room said it. It got to be true. Negativity sells. Nobody cares about the truth because the truth is too boring. And that's just the the world that we live in t- today, sadly. You know what I'm saying? Um, people don't read as much, I feel like, anymore. Uh, people just want to be able to, the first to, I was the first to talk about this. I was the mm-hmm. first to jump on this wave. I was the first to tweet this, whether it was true, false, in the air. And we've been guilty of it, too. You know, we've had instances where we probably, you know, misspoke or said something and it didn't come to fruition. But we haven't done it in the aspect of I'm trying to do Mal this to clout, clout chase and yeah. and get all these clickbaits and streams and views just from saying this one viral thing. Yeah, nah, it's never with the intent of trying to go viral or like uh, trying to provide malintent or to fool somebody or whatever the case is um, for an upper hand, whether that is follows, clout, whatever the case is, nah. Um, but I have one more question uh, to kind of dig in further into this topic. Because I have this issue, and I want advice from my brother mm-hmm. on air. I sometimes have the long-windedness when I tell stories. Give me, give, me, give me a critique. Give me some advice. How do I shorten my, how do I get to my, you know what I'm saying, my, my place? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
That's a good question. Hmm. I feel like, you know, everybody interprets conversation differently, right? Everybody's commu communication skills are going to be a little bit different. But what I try to do is lay out the, the meat and potatoes. So whatever my main point is, that's going to be the second or third sentence generally. Okay. I try not to go more, more than past four sentences unless we're having a full on, you know, like debate going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? I'm laying out all the facts for you. But if we're having a general conversation like this, mm -hmm. I usually just say how I feel at first. I say, you know, whatever we're talking about, say how I feel lay out whatever answer I think is right for me to say, and then just end it off kind of handing it back to you. Okay, I got um, you. That's sound. That's sound. I like that. Dope. Maybe that's the right... I mean, that, that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't really know what everybody I mean, nah, else is. I asked you because I want to know how you move. I want to know how you do it. And long-winded, that's, that's gonna be, that can be kind of subjective, though, because what I interpret as long-winded may not be what Dave down the street interprets as, all right, this man has been talking for like five hours. Can he shut up? Well, yeah, but it is one of those things that I actively think about as we are hosts, you know what I'm saying, trying not to be, because I know the, the, what, the, what's it, what's it, what, I'm blanking right now. Um, but the time that, you know what I'm saying, you focus on something isn't as long mm -hmm. <laughs> as, you know what I'm saying, most people that might be interested in podcasts or might just fuck with us. And when you're getting to, um, umming a lot and yeah. saying like fillers. like like mm -hmm. like fillers a lot maybe it's time for you to just all right it's okay to just breathe. take a second breathe slow down slow down let the other person talk or mm -hmm. just take a second and evaluate your thoughts and regurgitate whatever else you about to say that and read like not on no like you know what i'm saying trying to come for y'all or anything but reading takes out a lot of like the little or the or like you know what i'm saying the like the like the whatever it mm -hmm. takes a lot of that shit out and I'm guilty of it, too. I've heard several podcasts on, on here. I've said, like, like, and I'll be like, damn. But see, you know that, though. Sometimes it's from being intoxicated just a little bit. That. But other times, uh, I'll just be talking shit, to be honest with you. What I'll say, though, is I'll give us flowers. Nobody else will, but I'll give us flowers because if you, unless you do some type of media or a podcast or whatever, you don't know how difficult it is to actually continue a conversation intentionally. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, going from topic to topic and making that shit seem like it's nothing or making it seem like there is no docket or just like it's conversation we do that yeah certain topics that shit ain't easy certain topics i'm straight to the point with them. exactly I'm cutthroat, like this is how i feel exactly and i let you cook up and i'll be like word and i'll say like two sentences after exactly. that and, and then, then certain I'm done times with it. and then certain times it'll be a perfect seamless transition from one topic to another that's funny as fuck or whatever but it just happened like that because the chemistry and because we just know what the fuck we doing mm -hmm. that shit ain't easy so definitely reading um, to circle back to the point reading, you know, what I'm saying it takes a lot of that extra like, like whatever bullshit filler words that you do talk with. Um, and yeah, what was the question, though? I kind of I don't know. Either way, though, we're going we're going to keep it pushing. Let me ask you <laughs> some questions. Go for it. Because uh, you've been I only got two more on, on my docket. You, you've been fire. You've been clay. I appreciate it. You've been clay. That's P. Whatever the new kids say now. <laughs> they came for me. The last the last pod, they told me I wasn't doing for saying P. Nah, not oh. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott not P. Mm -mm. That's gonna be trending. Hell no. <laughs> Yo, Scott Alec, not pushing Alex P. Is stupid. Alex is stupid, man. What he say? Uh, he said, um, he said Alex is P because I don't know if you've seen the whole Gunna and Thug, uh, thing about like their pilot. I guess named Alex. Like they got oh, kicked yeah. off the plane yeah. or something like that. Uh huh. <laughs> and Thug was like, I need, I need everybody to do me a favor. I need everybody to say Alex ain't P. Facts. <laughs> and it started Facts. trending on Twitter. Facts. That's funny. Hey, shout, shout out, out to Alex, boys, though. though. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. But what's your question, though, G? I stole those off of your docket. I did a little Ooh. cheating. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. On a little Scantron, I see what you put right there for that answer. How you feeling? Uh, what is the best revenge? Mm. I had a chance to write this up before we started the pod. So See, I wanted uh, I wanted you to answer this first. Because you know Okay, you want me to answer it? I wrote a little something. What'd you write? I put success. Okay. I put success is the best revenge, and the reason why it can be often deemed the best revenge because you're not even the one having to tell it to others. Mm. They they see they see what you're actively doing. They mm -hmm. see you have emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, other others are making noise for you. you obviously, you're championing yourself, but other ones are are critiquing and seeing uh, the accolades and accomplishments that you that you're uh, putting yourself around. Mm. Oh, this is gonna be a good one. Because that was nice, but I think mine might be good, too, though. Okay, what's up? What's the best revenge? You said... Success. Mine is access. Access. Cutting off access is the best revenge. 
you either did me dirty, well, that's it. You did me dirty. Me cutting off access to you, whether it be in business, whether it be in my personal, whether it be in, you know what I'm saying, whatever facet of life I conduct myself in, if you have no access to me and you, you know what I'm saying, you can't dictate, you can't stop shit, you can't put nothing in motion for me, but yet we have come off of a relationship or come off of doing business or something, that's me. That's me because I'm going to let you feel it because you're going to know I'm doing shit. But you're going to know this, more that you me, can't fuck with me. Let me ask you this. Is there a such thing as healthy revenge? And when I say healthy revenge, I, I, I think about um, healthy competition. You know, maybe it's no odds between you and the other person. Y'all are in the same, same industry, you know, working to the same goal. And y'all have, you know, y'all cool. Every time y'all see each other is love, but it's like y'all just competing back and forth. That's really what it is. There's no revenge to it. It's just revenge is a negative word. Okay. The connotation, the definition, revenge is a get back. There is no positive in that because would I ever be able to to get revenge on you for anything? No, because you've never didn't done me wrong. You haven't. You know what I'm saying? There is no negativity coming from that. So I can't get back. I can't revenge. Mm-hmm. When Drake put out revenge, the revenge tour. It was the get back. It was because niggas would sleep on him. It was because y'all going to feel me. Healthy competition promotes progression, success, new perspective. It's competitive. It doesn't mean that it's that it's reverting you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's me coming up at your deficit. Yeah. I don't think there's a such thing as positive revenge. No. Okay. Oh, I said healthy revenge. Healthy, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, nah, that was a good question, though. Um... That damn, that best revenge jump was on my head for a minute though, because like I really sat down and thought about it. Because success is probably, I feel like, one of the most like thought about answers that I would come to. Because killing right. with kindness, killing with success, like that's the number one thing that I heard growing up. You know what I'm saying? Get your shit off in a way where they like, damn. I and don't even let it phase you. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're out there seeking, like, I want this person to know that like this is what it is, and like, nah, the yeah. the, the, the universe works in mysterious <laughs> ways, and Everything happens for a reason, right? So if you if you put in the right energy, you put in the the right things towards your next endeavor, your next move, it's gonna work itself out. And that other person on the other side, whether y'all have beef in two years or not, or whatever it is, like they're they're gonna see that you're working, and it is what it is for sure. It's for part sure. of life. I, I I like to say this all the time now. Relationships get altered every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It Big is facts. what it is. And make sure you know that. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between you know what I'm saying, like what you just expressed between like you as a person wanting somebody else to feel what you do, or you know what I'm saying, to notice what you've got going on, and you feeling like you you know what I'm saying have to get revenge on this person because they did you whatever some type of wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, there definitely is a difference in perspective. Um, but yeah, uh, let me see. The last one that I had on my docket, um, well, actually, no. There's a question. I know you're not going to answer it, though. It's all good. What's, um, let me see, the noticeable difference between mainstream and underground? Um, and I guess we can start with music, because that's the most. The lines are very blurred now from what's mainstream and underground. What's better uh, in terms of what's coming out of Atlanta right now or Georgia right now? What's better? Mainstream or underground? I'm, I'm always going to choose underground over anything. Okay. Because that's just that's just the era that I grew up in, especially in high school, from the mixtape era. Because uh, that's that's where my mind takes me. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about music, right? Or in any facet, in but yeah, we, st- we can but start that's with where, music. But that's where but my brain goes. Yeah, like when let's you start talk with music. About, yeah, so when you, when you talk about underground, you know, discovering artists at that time, you know, Wiz and Currency and Nipsey, mm-hmm. um, not everybody was on that. You know what I'm saying? Some people were just the general listener of the radio. Right. And the radio is so obsolete now, it doesn't even matter. So back, back back then, yeah, I was I was championing and finding like, all right, this mixtape is dope. Like, let me let me take this. This is very sacred to me. Let me take this to my following. Let me take this to my neighborhood and show these other people what I'm on. Or what's what's the next wave? Right. Before it, before it blows up and becomes very popular, then it gets watered down, in my opinion, then it's very generic. Because mm-hmm. you know people like to play the hell out of something once once everybody's on, like this word P, for example. Yeah. Nobody was saying P three weeks ago. That's now people have this in their in their username. They're mm-hmm. posting it with their put pictures. That emoji um, going nuts. You know, the song, you know, I po- I even posted the song. I don't think anything is wrong with the song, but like, come on, y'all are not P. 
Like, no, that's just <laughs> like, that's, not, that's not even a diss. Y'all are not pee. Y'all, was Y'all not are not that. pee. Y'all are not pee. You heard it here first. You're uh, not pee. And even before that, what was it? Shiesty? Everybody yeah. was shiesty. Big purr. Whatever the bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always some semantics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just... I'm just a fan of like whatever is original, like let it just stay original. Yeah. If that's their lingo, let it be theirs, but you shouldn't steal it and and run with it. But I guess you can argue that about anything because not everybody was always saying cap. True. In high school, we wasn't saying cap. It was a different filler for that. Uh, and whatever lingo it is out there, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, Ooh. But so. I, but I to answer your question, circling back, like to me, underground because that's just I think that's what's so unique and um euphoric about about discovering something underground okay so tell me this and maybe i might die on this mountain alone but from where music has gone to let's say from the beginning of our time 90s to now i feel like i can kind of say that there really isn't like a a divide between underground and mainstream because think about it back then underground was determined as a circuit of people in an underground ring of music that wasn't that was only putting out mixtapes or only putting putting out you know what I'm saying whatever doing guerrilla marketing before and it's either before or you don't make the cut to cross over to the big leagues the labels underground was completely separate nowadays the radio is TikTok everybody is on TikTok. You can go crazy, get signed to a label in a day off a of TikTok. What's but I, underground about but I that? I really hate that. I know I sound like an old head, but and I, I do, really I do hate too. That. And that's why I'm saying, what's underground about like, that? I really hate TikTok. I'm gonna be honest with you. I made a TikTok before, but I really dislike TikTok. I feel like that shit sucks. And that is gonna, the equivalent of get, being on radio today. We, we're not gonna even get on the the top earners of TikTok. I don't know if you've seen that list, but nobody black was on that list. Mm, and yeah, I remember when everybody was on the whole cancel. Or ban TikTok, you know what I'm saying, on that wave. Mm-hmm. But yeah, come on, they're 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 stealing these people or stealing other creators' dances or whatever the case may be, and running with it, and they're getting the residuals for that versus the original originator. Um, but I feel like that's always that's just history, though. That's more than just TikTok. Oh, that's sure. just been history. Yeah, for sure, in every way. Um. But yes, I really, I really, I really don't like. Um, TikTok. That concept in TikTok, yeah. But go ahead, continue. Well, no, that's that's just my my case in point. Is just like I feel like there is no divide between mainstream and and underground because well, underground was an actual thing. Like well, it's, it still day. is. It still is. Um, again, I th- I feel like the lines are blurred in twenty twenty two because it's really hard to decipher. Okay, what makes an artist or what makes an artist um, underground in twenty twenty two? Facts. Because who would you name as an underground artist today? I mean, I know underground people. I mean, I, I, let's see. Name them. Cause, mm. and, and Aunt, Aunt Clemens. I'm sure you may have heard nah, of him. he's not underground. You don't think so? Nah. Uh, I don't Aunt, know. Nah. Aunt Clemens is one of the top R&B but, but what artists. You, what? But what do you judge that off of? Are you? What are you basing that off of? Streams? No, I'm basing that off of, off of uh, promo. I see him everywhere. I mean, but he has a... I don't know. I don't know. If we're talking about social media, he has less than eighty thousand followers. He got a blue check. So you're saying the blue check dignifies To me, no. But to the internet, yes. Yes, I do. I don't give a damn about a blue I check. I disagree, but I don't think he's underground. But go ahead, continue. Who else? Uh cause really and then the the fact that you're uh back then be- underground artist, you could name like because because we can easily name people that's me? from our city and we can name every single artist that makes music whether that's R&B or hip or hip hop and we may know of them or a few people that listen to the pod may know of them but the masses don't and you're saying the masses meaning strictly outside of Atlanta or strictly outside of outside of our i guess our friend group really oh okay. or maybe or maybe the 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 similarities and following that we have on social media outside of that bubble of mm. you and 300 other people follow this person like He's not he's not mainstream or yeah, she's not mainstream. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just dialed in too much because like y'all hit my line and tell me what y'all feel like an underground rapper is. And shit, shout them out. Give me a couple uh, underground artists that I can listen to. Underground artists meaning outside of music solely, too. But because because we can name. I don't know. Let's say Evan J. Right. 
Evan J's music is dope. Hell yeah. We know of him. I Atlanta. Count him as you know under, okay, so that's underground. Stuff. So underground is unestablished. Is a is a is another word for unestablished. I wouldn't say that. I would say it's just not popularized. Not he doesn't get uh, a notoriety on the same level as it's the same a, a Drake or somebody thing. like that. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really okay. know how to like. I'm just trying to figure out how to. It. Yeah, I'm trying to like y'all hit my jack and, and like learn me. Tell me how to classify an underground rapper and what I'm missing because I just feel like it's the culture has faded. Like underground really meant underground because there's was, a lot of good kids. music out there that's very underground that. Because a lot of people that I, that person that I just named that you may be privy to, but twenty people listening, like I've never heard of that person. Yeah, you know I what don't saying? know. I just in my mind when I think about underground rap, I, I think about back in the day the ciphers. <laughs> well, well, I'm talking about more than just rap. I'm just saying underground artist. Well, yeah, yeah. I, not just ciphers, but I mean like the shit that was like, okay, you have to go to this specific spot, and you can only get this from this specific spot because this is where the underground is. This is the underground. Like, okay, for example, Perry Jones. Let's see how many followers she has. 57.6. Mm-hmm. One follower out of 700 people I follow, follow her. You're right. Yeah. She's not, she's not mainstream. She's, she has a blue check, but that doesn't really mean anything. It depends on in the, in the In the form of Instagram, I guess it means something, but to the masses and to the, to the society, like... Are you, are you considered underground or are you considered unpopularized if you don't have a blue check? <laughs> Cause what people Cause have it's people, 50, it's, K. it's people with two, three thousand followers that has blue, blue checks. checks. Yeah, it's so not, I, I feel like that really digni- that doesn't really dignify anything. Another artist, Dixon, D I X S O N. It's a few people that I know that follow him. Twenty eight thousand followers. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of followers, bro. It's not to somebody that has a couple hundred, it may be. But like, if you really break it down, like that's really not. It's really it's not, not hard to to. And I say that, and I don't have twenty eight thousand followers, but. I mean, it's not. We say that. Let's act like it's not hard to gain one follower. Yeah. So imagine doing that twenty eight thousand times. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just that was my sentiment. Um, I don't know. I I could sound stupid right now. I don't know, but we both could. Because maybe it's a whole underground culture that I'm just not privy to. Because I'm not privy to everything. Um, that I'm just you know I'm missing music related. What I did want to talk about, uh, real quick. That Chris Brown record. He could have kept it. Um, really? That's another one of those things where we just talked about TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Like Chris Brown, like why are you – I know that's kind of his demographic right now, and he's grew up in our generation, in our era, but I, I want the real 32, 33-year-old mature Chris Brown music. I don't want the the you. TikTok, the 30 seconds, this is going to be the challenge, and everybody repost it. And, like, it's cool for him because he gets to stream and gets a buku amount of money. Full, cool, enjoy it, King, but – for like a fan or like somebody who listens to his music and, and likes his music, like it's just like, mm-hmm. eh, I ain't need that. See, and that's where I feel like I've been thinking about this too. Um, like playing devil's advocate, being an artist, certain times you got to do stuff for you and not the fans, like solely for you and not the fans. Like maybe he just needed the bag and he knew TikTok was the way to get he it. He doesn't need the bag. I mean, we have I don't we obviously don't know if he needs the bag or not. But and we're no, we outside know. looking in. Chris Brown don't need the bag. But if maybe he needed a bag for a specific and was like, let me drop this bitch and get a quick bag because TikTok gonna blow it up. But but see that and that's the thing. I feel like with this TikTok generation, like it's just made everything so watered down. Like yeah, it's lucrative in terms of the money that you make and the views that you get. But what yeah. does that really equate to? Um, if you're not making money off of it, like yeah, the Reach. views are cool, but it, it it equates to it equates to power in a sense. But that's that's so. It's like, a sick way, and it's a and it nasty. shouldn't be. It's nasty, and it shouldn't be the case. But the people with the biggest reach have more power. And then TikTok don't really give a damn about us. But what social platform really does give a damn about black people? But it's like if you really break it down, and again, like even the top YouTubers, I don't think it was anybody black on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're talking about TikTok. It was no, I know for a fact there was nobody black on there. And that was like a big story because everybody was on the canceled TikTok or banned TikTok wave last year. I remember that vividly, like, you know, during the summertime, I want to say it was. Um, But I digress on that. I really don't have much to say else about the record. Like, it's a cool record, but that's it's not for me. That's that that type of music is not geared towards Trayvon Matthews. It's just that's a miss under his boat on his belt. I mean, again, like for in his in his book, it may not be a miss. But for me, like he missed me with that. 
he missed me with it. As a fan. Mm-hmm. I got you. I didn't get a chance to go to the Corday album listen to like two records. Yeah, it sounds either. hard. It sounds hard though. I'm a fan of Corday. It um, sounds hard. But yeah, I haven't had the time to get to that one either. I and, will be. And I was surprised by some of the features that he's um that he has on here. He has a her record. Wasn't well. That doesn't really surprise me because I guess had she, one before. he they collabed together on a, a previous body of work. Yeah. But I, always surprised to see her. Um, I want to say he had a Stevie Wonder. That's what it was. Stevie Wonder okay. record. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's um, interesting. That's and weird. he has an Eminem record, but I feel like Eminem is gonna bar us to death. I haven't even heard the song, but he's gonna uh, give us a a one sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> not a sixteen, but a hundred and sixteen. <laughs> I'm not a big Eminem fan. Um, but I'm definitely gonna take a gander just to see what it's like. Um, did you see, hold on, it's loading here. Americans can now request free at home COVID-19 tests from the Biden administration's website, mm-hmm. covidtest.gov a day before the site was set to launch. Americans can order four at home tests per residential address to be delivered by the U S postal service. Um, I thought this was really big news because it's like for one about damn time, you know, people have been fighting and searching relentlessly to get some of these tests for their loved ones and even themselves. So finally, <laughs> for one, uh, for two, I will say this is the first time that uh, a government website has not crashed in a long time. I remember during really? like, um, well, I feel like I want to say last year, I want to say during uh, when people were filing for unemployment, the website mm-hmm. crashed. Damn. The website crashed. Okay. Obamacare. I, I remember that vividly. I was, Actually, I was, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember people. People were talking about like, damn, I can't, I, I can't register for health insurance. Mm-hmm. The servers yeah. are too full to to handle everybody at one time. Um, obviously, I was too young to be on my own insurance at that time, but I just remember ha- like people having yeah. that conversation. Mm-hmm. I um, that's lit though. Um, but I mean, as far as the at home COVID cases, COVID testing goes, honestly, I'm at the point where it's like, bro. I'm all for you knowing your status. I'm all for, you know, you know what I'm saying, you making sure um, that you're being safe in terms of maneuvering around others. If you have it, stay your ass at home, do whatever you need to do. But it's like, okay, you giving, like, you making this shit free and deliverable to my house, to my residence, that's all well and good. Like, that's convenient, but what are y'all doing to stop COVID? I feel like there's some kind of caveat to it, too, because they say it's free, but let's be honest and keep it a buck. Nothing is free. So I want to say the taxpayers or something where we're footing this or I don't know. Something is going on. That's weird to me. Yeah. I feel like because I, I just I'm just a non-believer of, yeah, this is free. Everything has a cost to it. Oh, yeah. No, nah, there's there's always a caveat for sure. For sure. Um, But we probably won't know until 2025. To be honest. Did you see? Oh, we didn't even talk about the Georgia snow. <laughs> we didn't. Um, we definitely did. Of course, you know, anytime it's even one centimeter of snow, mm-hmm. the whole city of Atlanta closes down, and mm-hmm. people go into a frenzy and panic. But as being from, you know, you know, I'm from the north. You know, I was born in the north. I would say not necessarily from, but I was born there. Mm-hmm. Um, New York gets like six feet of snow. That's like normal. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just funny to see people act irate and like. Oh my God! Inch. And the shelves at the grocery stores are empty, and people are freaking out. But it's just like, yo, it's just, it's just, it didn't even stick this year. I feel like it didn't. That next day, like people was outside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Long. I didn't see any ice anywhere. Maybe, maybe it was just my side of town. I uh, drove from Gwinnett to the city the day after the snow. Yeah, <laughs> it was gone. But I mean, uh, supposedly it's supposed to um, snow again this Friday. I doubt it. It says a fifty percent chance. I highly doubt it. And the thing is, with that whole, what y'all got to understand <laughs> is that the weather app does not tell you the weather for where you specifically are, okay? <laughs> it no, tells it's you, in. It tells you percentages <laughs> based on climate control in the district, right? That's a big area. That's a massive area. Where you are specifically doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be 44. So mm. it might not stick so in the city <laughs> So if it's because uh, it's safe 40. You feel me? Because... How quick did it? It was 40. It was like 37 degrees when it snowed. Yeah. It didn't stick. <laughs> but, well, it was 37 degrees, but outside it felt like 28. Felt like whatever. But it still snowed. It like, was, it wasn't wrong. No, it wasn't wrong. But sticking? I mean, that's that's the game. Closing with the down weather. the city? I mean, Kovo. I, I mean, that's the that's the problem with. You know, George is a meteorologist, right? Meteorologist. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the problem. Like, you know, they, they predict things, right? Off of. 
the forecast that they've studied or cap. <laughs> they it ain't P. Hell no, nah, they ain't P. Um, but yeah, I mean we'll see, we'll see. Um, other big news that I've seen. Uh, this is from CNN Business. Microsoft to acquire Activision Blizzard in a $68.7 billion deal. Wow. Uh, Microsoft on Tuesday announced plans to acquire Activision in a blockbuster deal worth $70 billion. It's one of the biggest acquisitions in the tech industry in recent years, one that will boost Microsoft's standing in the growing gaming industry but could be complicated by recent concerns about Activision's toxic culture. And I don't know if you um, read the article on that a while back, but pretty much they were saying it was like a – like a frat, um, what's the what's the verbiage they use for it? Let me see if I can find it. Um, let me see. But pretty much it was saying, oh, okay, alleging a frat boy work culture that subjected female employees to discrimination, sexual harassment, and unequal pay. It further alleged that the company's executives and human resource personnel knew of the harassment and failed to take responsible steps to prevent the unlawful conduct and instead retailed against women who complained. Or, or retaliated, excuse me, not wow. retailed. Um, so pretty much it was a very toxic and unworkable, unworkable environment to, to work in. Um, but I just thought this was interesting because Microsoft looks like they're here for to take over, not just in the software space, but also to continue in the gaming space. Yeah, I mean, that's dope as hell, one, uh, because that's like one of the biggest acquisitions <laughs> ever. <laughs> 70 billion dollars bro mm -hmm. that's freaking sick um and i've been seeing microsoft infrastructures all over atlanta they yeah. just they're, they're building another one uh somewhere around here there's been a couple mm -hmm. different buildings they've been they've been building up quick no they've been climbing for sure um and i definitely see the transition one day and uh coin me for this mark this minute market timestamp it whatever the fuck you need to do one day microsoft might be bigger than apple how about how about them Cowboys? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. How about them Cowboys? Fuck them. How about the Rams? How about OBJ? How about him? People shitted on him. I didn't. OBJ will always be my guy. Mm. How you feel about the game? Uh, It was a blowout. Kyler Murray looked like a deer in headlights the entire, <laughs> the entire game. Um, but he had nobody to throw to, okay. I guess. Like, AG, AJ Green, he's passed his time. Mm -hmm. he, he got depleted one one play. Um, Ooh, and then, obviously, Hopkins tore his ACL not too long ago. So, um, I knew the I, I knew the Rams would win, but I didn't think it was going to be a landslide like Crazy. this. Um, I think I and yeah, I, I just need I just need everybody to apologize to Odell, man. People were really shitting on his name and saying, like, you know, he's washed and he's had his time. But I just didn't think he had a fair shot in Cleveland. You know, he dealt with injuries, and mm -hmm. his quarterback was Baker Mayfield. He was not the best quarterback. Nah. Um, and oh. so now here he is, nine <coughs> games in, has six touchdowns. Yeah, really, I just want my flowers. Um, that's all. Really, I, just, I I I think I said the Rams last week when you asked me. Yeah, and um, it's and it's always so yeah, it's yeah. always a great week or a great day anytime the Cowboys lose. Mm -hmm. Just not a Cowboys fan. How you feel about the Bucks? How you feel about Brady? They did what they were supposed to do. It was Philly. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really show me if they're good or not. Never bet against them, though. I don't know. This week, Matthew Stafford might give him a run for his money because <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a close one. It's, it's in Tampa, mm -hmm. um, but I think, I think it's going to be down to the wire on this one. Okay. Interesting. Um, what are the games that we talked about last week that we were? Well, Green Bay plays San Fran this week, mm -hmm. but I feel like Green Bay has the advantage because – it's at their um at their stadium. It's gonna be in the gold. Yeah. Lambeau Field. It's yeah. gonna be there. Damn. Um Tennessee. Who did Tennessee play? They play Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's been I on a been on the tear. Okay. Um and yeah, we'll see. We'll just kinda see because after next week there's only gonna be four teams left, so we can kinda dictate and decide who our Super Bowl pick is really gonna be. Are you still standing with Brady versus uh Mahomes? Yeah. I okay. can see it. Yeah. It's okay. in motion. It's definitely in motion. Uh, Kansas City has heated up at the right time, and they look scary. Yeah, they, they look do. scary to play right now. So did the Raiders lose? Oh yeah, they're out. They're out. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm bugging. They they uh they lost to Cincinnati. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I missed that one too. Damn. Yeah, I don't really have too much on sports this week. Um, 
honestly, I just be excited for a Super Bowl because it's either the weekend of or the weekend after my birthday. Um, and it's always, you know what I'm saying, some fun shit to get into. So definitely intrigued to see that, see how what the city looked like. Um, Got yeah. you. But, yeah, that's all I really have for this week, bro. Yeah, um, as well. That was my docket. But uh, I mean, I, I have one question, but it's a weird. You, I don't think you'll answer it. You gotta, you gotta stop limiting what's me. The, what's the strangest thing you've done for money? Work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, we're gonna end the fucking pod on that note. That shit is ghetto. That shit right there, man. I don't have shit else on my docket. Um, I think this week was a great episode, though. Um, as always, we appreciate the first timers. The last timers. And the in betweeners for coming bike week after week, showing much love, man. However, y'all do it liking, sharing, commenting, subscribing. Turn that post notification bell on, man, um, or anywhere else you do it. We are on every fucking platform you can think of. Um, so go check us out. Show love because it costs zero. But we're going to end shit like that, man. Bro, Bro Chilean's out. out.